0: yeah what's up everybody welcome to the ted jones world podcast i believe this is episode 184 and if it's not i'll probably cut this part out how's everybody doing next monday we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show at The Stand, 116 East Sixteen Street. Guys, we have an amazing lineup. Check the link in this YouTube video if you're watching on YouTube or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. I'm putting the link in the bio description. As you guys know, last Ted Jones Comedy Show was an absolute banger. We had a special guest, Jim Gaffigan, stop by. So, Jim, if you're listening, brother, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, I think today's opening topic, we can... We can discuss it because I've talked about this before on the uh, Ted Jones World Podcast. By the way, Ted Jones vlog over there in the uh, center. But I wanted to talk about college and how more and more each day I find myself learning from YouTube. So I don't know how much you guys have kind of learned from YouTube, but like just in general, the most basic baseline form of kind of learning anything I feel like as of right now comes from YouTube. You know, you listen to your elders and maybe your parents, grandparents would be like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to read these books and, you know, read in five books a month. And I'm learning so much, whatever. I just feel like it's not it's not the olden days anymore, guys. A lot more visual learning is happening. And um, in our society as well, it seems like people are becoming a lot more visual. Uh, this guy, Charlie Munger, who's like Warren Buffett's right hand man. This guy also has talked a lot of a lot of. I don't even know if this is the right way to say it, has talked negatively about Bitcoin was saying, yeah, you got to be reading. Warren Buffett said you got to be reading. But I don't know. I'd rather listen to Elon Musk, who's worth how much more than Warren Buffett? Three times more than Warren Buffett? Probably by the time this is coming out, probably three and a half times more than Warren Buffett talking about going to space and all this crap. Visual learning from action on a screen in general for me has always worked. You know, like I was the kid who when you brought in the movie to class, like I was the one who was always paying attention. You know, like that was the time in school where I felt like I wasn't, you know, just like kind of pushing it to the side and not focusing. Visual learning has always been my jam. I don't know about you guys, but like in general, like the whole college thing for me was not worth it you know, thanks, thanks God, my parents were able to pay for my college tuition. And I'm forever grateful for that. But I think like, if you are thinking about going to college, thinking about not going to college, there's obviously a lot of pressure on people to go to college still, right? Like it's been, I mean, like, it's been a, I'm trying to find the right word. It's been a notable thing to put on your resume when you've gone to college, you know? But like, there are jobs that are coming about like in tech, in software engineering, which is kind of like tech in general, that like, you can learn about it on YouTube. You don't need to go to college. And also, I think that something that's been jamming, I guess, my generation, my millennials up, is like, it's really hard to put away money when you have every single month, a student loan on your balance, right? Like if you have to pay $500 a month for how many years, I mean, you figured, okay, let's say the average cost of college is 50,000 a year. Maybe that's on the higher side, but okay. Let's say like, you know, you moving into your dorm meal plan education, fine. We'll say $50,000, so 50000 times four, that's $200,000. And then plus the interest that you accrue every single year from having this loan, whatever your interest rate is, 3%. This isn't a goddamn math podcast. So we're not going to do the math right there. If you guys would like to do it on a piece of paper in front of you or calculator, whatever may have you. But like getting out of college at age 22, you're considered to have a good job if you're making $50,000 a year before taxes. How long is it going to take you to pay $500 a month for X amount of years until you pay off those student loans. It's going to take you a lot of years, probably until you're 40 at least. So from the ages of 22 to 40, you've taken out this massive loan and you're going to have to pay it back each and every single month. So I think if you guys are listening to to this podcast and, you know, times are changing. You're 18 years old. You're thinking about where where to go to college. If you want to go to college, that's great. I think for the experience, networking, it's an amazing time. I do not regret my college experience at UConn for one moment. Absolutely. But I think just in general, we are moving towards a time in the world where visual learning is very important. And people in general are benefiting more from visual learning than sitting down and putting all your focus in a book and reading and studying and cramming, right? So if you guys have the choice of maybe going to a community college or going to a college, a private school out of state, that could be the difference of like $40,000 per year for four years, you know? Like if you go to a community college, let's say you live in Connecticut, you go to um, Central Connecticut State, or Southern Connecticut State, a college like that, it'll be $20,000, or I mean, if you're in-state and you go to UConn, it'll be $20,000 versus, I don't know, sometimes it'll be $60,000. Well, UConn is a bad example because it's a public college, but if you are going to like Boston University, let's say that, something that costs like $60,000 a year versus something in-state that's 20000 you may think, oh, I want the reputation of the private school and this and that. Reputation of colleges are meaning less and less, in my opinion, Unless you're going to like a top 10 school, a Princeton, Stanford, Harvard, Yale, um, MIT, some shit like that. But besides that, Georgetown, whatever, it doesn't really make a difference you know, in your professional career. You guys go, you accrue $200,000 in debt and then your job outside of college after you graduate college is paying you $50,000 a year and it's gonna take you 15 years to pay that back. So there's definitely more thought now as the world is progressing, can I learn this type of shit on YouTube? Can I take a year-long course and then get a job specifically in this field? So I think that as we are growing older, you know, in this particular time, 2020, 2021, whatever the year may be, we are focusing more, guys, on visual learning. Things are becoming more visual, you notice? With this Web 3.0, Um, in crypto, things are more visual. I mentioned this on the last podcast, Fortnite, people are spending money on the skins in Fortnite. You can't hold that. You know, you're not holding like a skin. You're not putting it in your closet. It's all on the interweb. And same thing with these books, right? You're not buying or you shouldn't be buying $1,500 worth of textbooks for a semester. You could just freaking watch that shit on YouTube for free. Privacy may be coming less, more transparency in in the world, but I think colleges without large endowments are going to have trouble in the future. You know, like Harvard, what, has like a $600 billion endowment, but that's coming from all the billionaires, right? But you look at a college that may not have as large of an endowment, and endowment, I mean, is like how much they have on their bank balance or whatever, how much they have in the bank to give out scholarships, build new buildings, whatever the shit may be. I might be one of the first people to tell you guys that I don't think college is really going to matter as much as it does right now, you know, in 10 years, I think that could be obvious, but like 20 years ago, college made a lot more sense for people, like what college you'd go to, right? Because the only real high paying jobs out of college is you go to Morgan Stanley, you go to work at Goldman Sachs, or maybe you're a doctor and you go, or you're a lawyer. There's specific professions that you need to go to those high class colleges to perform, right? But like nowadays, (laughs) you could be a high school dropout, you know, and take coding classes for a year and then you're making $80,000 a year. So higher education, in my opinion, is not going to matter as much in the future, just because I think this is going to be a booming time within the next 10 years. Is this going to be like the roaring 20s? That, I don't know, but I can see some similarities, right? We had that big crash in 1929. I'm not not sure if you guys listening and watching remember that. But we had, you know, the beautiful, you know, the beautiful time before World War II, where it was like a gold rush. People were making a ton of money. And I think that's going to start to happen with the beginning of cryptocurrencies, Like each day you hear cryptocurrencies becoming more and more of a thing. I've talked about Shiba Inu coin. I'm not going to talk about it anymore on this podcast, but I've said if you have $100 and you can afford to forget about it, like you wouldn't give a shit if you lose that $100, put that $100 in Coinbase in Shiba Inu. Do it, guys. Because a year from now, if if you can go out with your friends on a Saturday night or something and spend $100 and not think about it again, I think you should put that $100... Instead, stay in that fucking night. Put that $100 in the Shiba Inu coin, Coinbase. This is not financial adv- advice, obviously. But, I mean, if it shoots up hundreds of percentages, 100 percentage points overnight, why not? Better than a lottery ticket. Your chances are... Your odds are better than a lottery ticket. And also, guys, put some money in Bitcoin, Ethereum. It's the future. Like, I'm not... I'm not giving you financial advice, but I'm telling you like the way the world is moving. We're going to eat less meat. We're going to use cryptocurrencies. People are going to go to college less. These are all things that I'm calling and saying. And then (laughs) hopefully I'll have a water company and a weed company in the future. And you guys will smoke the weed and drink the water as you're doing that. But the topic of college came to my head because um, for those of you who don't know, I was asked... To be removed from the tennis team. This was like, I had failed two drug tests from smoking weed. And then the third drug test, I ended up not showing up. So the tennis coach was obviously upset with me, but we're boys still. So, Coach Marshall, thank you for sending me a UConn tennis jersey. Uh, just sent it in the mail. If you guys follow Ted Jones World on Instagram, you'll see that um, I was rocking that. But I think just in general, like weed is not going to be looked down on as much in the next few years as it's becoming legal. You're going to find that people will have a specific type of weed that they like to smoke. You know, like when you're drinking wine, you're like, oh, I like the Pinot Grigio. Or you're drinking red wine. I like the Pinot Noir. I don't know shit about wines, obviously. But like, you won't just go out and for beers example, you won't just like, oh, inhale a Guinness, right? Because you know that you don't like dark beer. You won't go out and just inhale a Corona unless you like light beer, So I think that as marijuana is becoming legal, we're going to see people kind of have their specific strain that they like. And I think that that's coming to to basis, whatever, we'll be able to pay with crypto and all that shit. But guys, if you do have a choice of going to college, don't give a shit about what your college guidance counselor has to say. If you want to spend $20,000 on a community college rather than spending $60,000, it's going to be a lot less stressful for you in the future. I know guys, these today are still paying $500 a month towards their college bill. And you know, they're, they're whatever, they're actors. They're not using their bill. I mean, excuse me, their bill. They're not using their college degree. Am I using my college degree? I majored in journalism. So maybe kind of, I did have my own show by the way um, at UConn for those of you who don't know, I don't think I've ever spoken about that on here. The UCTV, University of Connecticut, I had my own show, brought on like a number of athletes. It was like once a week, I was wearing like a little suit on that show. It was fun. But I think like maybe I, that was valuable, obviously, you know, but like my major in journalism, like I'm not going out and asking people questions on the street. I mean, I, you know what? This is a bad example. We might have to scratch this part out, Ted Jones. How are you guys liking the hair? right? It's not one of those awkward days. Even though I didn't wash it this morning in terms of like I didn't put conditioner in it, I don't use conditioner. I use the um, Head and Shoulders free sponsor for you guys there. But if you guys have a better (laughs) shampoo or conditioner, you guys let me know. The reason I don't use conditioner, Pam Wood, the middle school principal in eighth grade. I remember we were on a trip and I was like, yeah, I just conditioned my hair or whatever. And she heard me, like overheard me. And she was like, boys aren't supposed to condition their hair. And ever since then, Pam, you've had a pretty big impact on my life. I haven't conditioned my hair since then. And whatever, my hair has been fine. My hair has been just great. So guys, we have a new mayor. Finally, I don't know if you guys liked uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio in terms of the New York City mayor. He was I whatever. But the new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, he's vegan, guys. Number one reason I'm liking him. And then listen to this. The, The next reason I think I like him, his first three paychecks, guess what he's doing? He's taking his paychecks in Bitcoin. And this is because of the Miami mayor started taking his paychecks in Bitcoin. Miami, New York, both of the mayors are taking, as I come up here to the screen, are taking their paychecks in Bitcoin. I can't imagine mayors of two major cities taking their paychecks in crypto. I can't imagine crypto going, shooting down all the way when you have may- mayors of two major cities taking their paychecks in Bitcoin, or at least some of their paychecks. So this is massive, and obviously the vegan thing too, Eric Adams. So I'm liking this guy so far, two for two. I don't follow policies that much in general of politicians. Um, you know, Maybe one day I'll get super involved in politics and how each candidate structures their term or whatever, but as of right now, I just like the face i like what the person at this point stands for eric adams vegan and crypto what does your boy talk about on this podcast a lot being vegan using crypto smoking weed so eric adams if you'd like a like a blunt or a joint <laughs> on stage during one of your addresses i'll love you even more man we got to get with the future guys we got to get with the times i don't want to see this guy at a uh, and nah, i don't know one of these assembly dinners drinking a glass of pinot noir some shit i want to see him Firing up a joint, then he'll be you know all three things that I like to do. So taking the paychecks in Bitcoin, being vegan, we'll see you smoke down a joint soon. So guys, I wanted to make a correction. I listened to the last podcast. I said Jeff Bezos committed ten billion dollars to climate change. The number is actually two billion, which is still solid. Jeff Bezos, thank you. And we're waiting on the UN to give Elon Musk, you know, like a breakdown in terms of what needs to be spent in in terms of like the UN and world hunger. So let's get that to Elon soon. Let's not waste that, but that'd be really great. I mean, if Elon can significantly impact towards world hunger, because we know that's been an issue for, for years, for years. And guys in general, you know, meat has played a part in this. We're able to feed the world with just plants. We are, we are. So let's let's focus on instead of ramping up the killing of animals, let's focus on uh, you know picking some of those berries, going in the wheat farms, whatever. you know don't need to kill the freaking animals on this planet. So if you guys take a look at the Ted Jones vlog tomorrow, you'll see that I went on an apartment hunt. This was very exciting so um, I went over to 11th Avenue and uh, the high 20s right next to Hudson Yards. And in my opinion, I think Hudson Yards is really going to be the next neighborhood in Manhattan to make a huge play in terms of like, okay, this is where I can stay and go out and do shit, right? Like West Village is kind of like that now, Chelsea, Lower East Side, East Village. These are places where the young kids want to come because they have a selection of shit that they can do, right? I think Hudson Yards is going to be this way within the next few years you know they are building a lot of luxury buildings over there too but i think that as time goes on and more cool trendy shops and bars maybe open there it's going to be um a place for millennials gen Zers. i don't know however the whatever they say these days younger generation is going to want to be over there it's cool near hudson yards guys you know you're right by the water definitely good shopping some solid restaurants i mean the restaurants there Now in the immediate part of Hudson Yards are like expensive and like maybe you don't want to go to that as of right now. But once they start freaking opening up vegan spots, vegan lunch spots, we're talking $12 burrito bowls, stuff like that. Then I think you're going to attract the younger and younger generation. At what point do I think meat is going to be completely phased out of society? 10 years? 10 years? 15 years at one point meat is either going to be known as a delicacy where you're paying a hundred dollars for a steak maybe before inflation after inflation i don't know but like we can't do this much longer even if you guys say i love meat so much it doesn't fucking matter we gotta stop we gotta stop cut it down at least no cheese no steaks just think about cutting out one of those you know throughout the week Think about how many animals you're saving when you don't eat chicken for lunch. As I've said in the past, you're not eating just one chicken when you have chicken in your salad. There's probably four or five fucking chickens in there that you're killing, at least. At least, guys. So Kanye West um, went on the Drinking Club podcast, I believe that was called, and just started talking shit about everybody. Kanye you got to chill man even if you're bipolar whatever i think that's fine you know a lot of people are bipolar but like just stop talking so much nonsense so much shit <laughs> Kanye did a group chat put Kid Cudi Pusha T Drake Jay-Z Kim and Travis in one group chat and wrote i'm worth more than all of you on this text combined cool dude Kanye what's your deal dude why did you used to be so much more chill what happened i know you're bipolar but like dude you don't who puts that in a group chat? Like what? You think Elon would ever do that, man? You're supposed to be a mogul, an idol. Why are you Why are you putting that in a group chat? Be humble, bro. As you know, the Lord can humble you real quick, dude. So while I thought that was funny, um, just like you got to chill, dude. And, you know, talking shit about a lot of different people. I know you're burning bridges that you've already been over, but apparently you owe Big Sean $6 million dollars. You were talking shit about Soldier Boy. You said he was the most influential person of like the last five years or one of the top five. Uh, But just bizarre, man. I don't know Kanye West, obviously, at this point in time. But if I were to know him and I had his number right now, I'd say, dude, you gotta chill. Be humble, man. You're too loud. Run for president, that's fine. But be a man of the people. You're not being a man of the people. Being a man of the gossip, dude. You gotta chill. Talking about... Astro World last night. Let's touch on that. So, eight people, as of right now, as I'm recording this podcast, and over twenty—excuse me, eight people—died at the Astro World concert in Houston. There were fifty thousand people there, and over twenty have been hurt, needed to be like rushed to the hospital. So, this has happened before at like a Travis Scott get together. I don't want to say like eight people died, but like having fifty thousand people at an unkind of contained venue where you can just push your way to the front, that's got to be done. Like we saw this in Woodstock in 1999, the 30th anniversary of Woodstock. It was really such a terrible three-day experience weekend. If you guys haven't seen this documentary, um, I actually do recommend that you do. Yeah. The documentary is called Woodstock 99 Peace, Love and Rage. Uh, just came out on HBO. So if you guys have uh, some time this week, definitely check it out or in general, check it out. But like, it's 2021, we need to figure out how people can be safer at concerts like this. You know like I know Astro World was a huge festival, but look, like the second day we're not having it because of the deaths in the crowd. Whether this was from drugs or from rioting, I think either way we got to figure this out. If people are dying from drugs, I mean that's less of the less of the what's it called? What well, less of the festival's fault, but We got to figure out, like, you can't have general admission for 50,000 people. I don't know if that's exactly what it was, if it was general admission for 50,000 people, but that can't happen. If you guys watch this documentary in Woodstock 99, like, you'll see, like, this is exactly what happened last night. And 21 years later, we haven't figured it out. 22 years later, no more general admission to concerts. 50,000 people in a field in Houston, obviously. Something bad is gonna happen. Eight people died. Are you kidding? Over twenty admitted to the hospital. And as I'm as I'm talking about this, it's Saturday. So I imagine that I really hope not, but I imagine that maybe some of those people that are in the hospital right now m- might not make it. <laughs> we so we need to I don't put up fencing in between each layer of people, right? Fifty thousand people. So put five thousand in each layer, you know, have like ambulances, have medics ready. There's no reason why eight people should die in 2021 at a concert. I mean, does that make any sense to you guys? I was a little bit upset with Travis. A little bit. I was upset with Travis earlier today. I was like, all right, this guy needs to put out a statement. He's been known for inciting riots before. He did put out a statement, actually, and I want to quickly read it because like, I was bitching about this all morning you know. to... To some of my peeps So Travis's team put out a statement before But Travis said this I'm absolutely devastated by what took place last night My prayers go out to the families and all those impacted by what happened at Astro World Festival Houston PD has my total support as they continue to look into the tragic loss of life I am committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need Thank you to Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for their immediate response and support Love you all I mean, I'm happy he came out with this statement, but like, guys, this can't happen anymore. You can't, as a 19 year old, go to a concert with your girlfriend and like one of the, and like <laughs> the boyfriend or girlfriend dies. That shit can't happen. It's 2022. We need to figure that shit out. 50,000 people doesn't even matter. My suggestion, I think, is a good suggestion fence out 5,000 people each, put like three ambulances focusing on those 5,000 people. But this, like, all general admission stuff has just got to stop if it's at a 50,000 person level, just doesn't make any sense anymore. You're just asking for trouble. It's like a riot is going to ensue for sure. Oh my God. I was not even going to bring this up because I forgot about it. So like 10 years ago, I vaguely remember in college, uh, one of the girls across the hall from us had a friend that like worked for the Yukon college website. So at the time they were like, yeah, can we like do a photo shoot of you guys? Uh, it'll be dope. It'll look like you guys are freaking talking whatever. Hold on. I'm going to actually pull up this picture right here. I have it on safari, not on my, not on my phone. Okay, guys, look at this picture of me. You guys see it. I'm posted. I'm putting it up on the Ted Jones world, uh, camera here. Can You guys see that as you guys see me right there laughing, where's my goddamn check? It's funny how you do things and then like years later, you're like, "Ugh, why did I do that? I mean, whatever. It's just a picture of the profile of my face laughing. It's not really that big of a deal, but it's crazy that that's the first time I've seen it. My ex-girlfriend who lived across the hall from me sent it to me the other day. She's like, look what I found. And I can't believe this is the first time I've seen it 10 years later. Do I regret it? No, I don't fucking regret it. Whatever. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Coach Marshall. Thank you so much for sending me a Yukon tennis shirt, man. I appreciate it. You know, I didn't know if I was still on your bad side, but obviously not because you send me a dope T-shirt. Guys, guys, write in your emails, tedjonesworld at gmail.com. Follow me on IG. Ted Jones World, send over uh, DMs, whatever you may be. Guys, we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show one week from today. And if you guys cannot make it to that show on November 15th, don't worry about it. You'll make it on November 29th. And if you guys don't live in the greater tri-state area, we will hopefully have Ted Jones Comedy Show streaming for your pleasure. It'll be um, a few bucks, but we're in the middle of figuring that out. And hopefully by December, we will have all the shows streaming. But, um you know, I can't promise anything yet because I ain't in charge of that. So, uh... We'll be working on having Ted Jones comedy show streamed online so you guys can get cackles live as they're coming. Because I think comedy, live comedy on TV is going to be, I don't know, I think it's going to be a new wave. Like when have you ever been able to see a live comedy show on TV with like 8 to 10 comics, something like that, each doing 10 minutes? You've never been able to do that, right? Like you'll see a Comedy Central 30-minute special you know, that they'll put out on demand or something. But like being able to see live comedy every night, could be dope. Especially the Ted Jones comedy show. All right, guys. Well, uh, we just we talked about a lot of shit today. So um, I hope you remember every single topic we talked about because all of them were friggin' important. And I hope you <laughs> like this new angle of the Ted Jones World podcast. We're messing with it, uh, trying to uh you know get all the good sides in my face here. We and absolutely the- love it! When you guys tune into the podcast, tune into the vlog, or come to a Ted Jones comedy show, shoot me a DM, Ted Jones World. You could check all the Ted Jones comedy show info in this YouTube video or on my Instagram, Ted Jones World. You just click the link on that freaking bio and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Peace.